You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 154. Today, we're talking all about how to go from seven to eight figures in your business. So, stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and I've built a multiple seven-figure internet business that offers the financial freedom to do what I want, when I want. And I'm the first to say that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for your success. So how do you build a thriving business from the inside out? Now with over 1.2 million downloads, this is the Mind Your Business Podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? James Woodmore here. Yes! Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Mind Your Business Podcast. I am your host with the most... Mmm, James Wedmore. Clearly, I've had my coffee this morning. Thank you to all of our listeners who have submitted some amazing questions and topic ideas for the podcast. Keep them coming. Hit me up on Instagram. Let me know, faux show, what your questions are. Also, we've had a ton of inquiries about our 12-month group coaching program. And if you are looking for the support, guidance, and community to grow your online business faster in 2018 and for the next 12 months, hit me up on Instagram, send me a DM, and let's chat. I'd love to tell you more about the program and what we're doing over there to jumpstart and massively grow our students' businesses. And I want to help you do the same. So again, if you're not following me over on Instagram, please do that. I'm chatting over there with you guys every day. All right, I appreciate you. Here we go. Today's episode is a listener question. This is from Jennifer Allwood. Jennifer. She is a BBD student. She attended our last BBD live event last November and spoke on stage. What? And crushed it. She is amazing. Jennifer, I'm so grateful for the question. And here is this crazy question that she asked. Hey, James. Yes, Jennifer. What is the quickest way to go from seven figures to eight figures? And what are the challenges that come with that? And she's included a lot of question marks with her question. All right. So that's what we're going to talk about. Going from seven to eight figures. Holy freaking moly. Some of you are like, I'm just looking for seven sales, right? So here's the dealio, folks. The first thing I'm going to say is I have not generated eight figures. So full transparency. So we have to be very careful with what I say that is speculation, that is theory versus practice of where I'm at and what I'm doing. And normally I'd say I wouldn't even touch a question that I don't have experience on because knowledge Here's the tricky thing. You only know something if you've had experience in it. For example, can you read a book on how to swim and say you know how to swim if you've never been in a pool or water before? No. Can you read a book on leadership and never having led anybody really call yourself a leader? No. So, True knowledge can only come from experience. And I don't have the experience running an eight-figure business. However, we have for years now run a multi-seven-figure business. And right now, we have vision 
and goals to take the business to eight figures. And the way I'm getting there is the conversation that we're going to have. So it's the experience of getting there that I do have experience of. And, you know, we may have to do a second part when I'm actually there to say, hey, look, I told you it worked. But the biggest thing, and this is for all of you guys to get, you're like, James, I'm not interested in this. This is not relevant to me. It is so relevant to you. It is so relevant to you because here's why. Because when you understand the psychology of what I'm about to talk about, you understand how I'm looking at this, then you can look at it and approach whatever is your next level for you in your business and just overlay the same strategies. But here's the thing. I can't get there from here and neither can you. So for me to go from a multiple seven figure to scale to eight figures, which is 10 million a year or more, I have to start thinking like an eight figure business owner now. I have to start thinking and operating like the CEO and leader of a $10 million a year business now. And that is the answer. Jennifer, I could end this episode right now because your question is what's the quickest way to go from seven figures? The answer, without a doubt, 100% is to act, be, think, and behave like the owner and the CEO of an eight-figure business, period. And if you just got that and nothing else, you would get to eight figures. Because if every moment you behaved like the eight-figure business owner, you would get there. Every decision would be made through the lens of being the eight-figure business owner. Everything that came across your desk, everything that was on your to-do list, would an eight-figure business owner do this? Yes or no? And if you started to live from that place now, hands down, without a doubt, no questions, that is the fastest way to get there. So the same applies to you no matter what your next goal is for our listeners. So if your goal is just to get to six figures, you know, we put these imaginary milestones that then we put all this meaning on. They don't mean anything. It's so stupid, but whatever, go for it. If it motivates you, do it. If it bums you out, don't do it. If your first goal is to get to six figures or to have a five-figure month or whatever, then that's what you would do. You would, as Stephen Covey says, begin with the end in mind. Tom Watson, the CEO of IBM that took this thing from a few million to like, I think it was like 50, oh my gosh, it was like billions of, I don't even remember the numbers. It was like $50 billion or some crazy, crazy ridiculous number. Anyways, he skyrocketed the growth of IBM and he was asked towards the end of his life, what was the secret the secret. And he said, there were three steps. Step number one, I said, I had to get clear on the vision for the company that we were building and get clear on what it would look like when it was done. I've talked about this in the past. You know, we call it business by design for a reason. You design your business, you design your life the same way you should be designing a house. You know, Chelsea and I just moved into our dream house and she's already, I mean, she's working on this app called SketchUp, which is like the hardest thing for me to use. She's trying to have me teach her how to use it. I don't know how to use it, but we're putting the house into this 3D sketch, like blueprint software. So the first thing we have to do is we have to recreate the house in the software. So we have all the dimensions and all this stuff. And then she's going to go in and she's going to redesign how she wants the house to look. And then when she's finished with that, she will have a finished blueprint of what the house will look like when it's done. And then we work towards that. Yeah, that sounds pretty normal. It does, doesn't it? So why are we doing that in our business? This is my Kermit DeFrog, Ray Romano voice. 
Why are we doing this? But seriously, I might sound like I'm not serious, but I'm serious. Why aren't we doing this? Okay. So step number one from Tom Watson was get clear on the vision of the business. What does it look like when it's done? We keep talking about how we're building a business. You don't walk around for the, for the next 20 years and you're saying, yeah, I'm building my house. I'm building my house. I'm building my house. But we always say, oh yeah, I'm building my business, building my business, building my business. But what does done look like? How do you know when it'll be done building? What are you building it towards? Be honest with yourself. Cause I can't just go, you know, rip my head through your AirPods and have a real conversation with you. But how like real, like, are you really doing that? Do you really have a clear blueprint of this is my finished business that I'm working towards? Chances are you don't. You're just working on whatever's in front of you. You're staying busy. You're kind of trying to avoid the fact that there's things that you're putting off that you should be doing that you're not, that are a little scary and outside your comfort zone. So it's like if Chelsea designs this remodel of this perfect dream house of what she wants and it includes like, you know, a, a second level and a extra room here and a new deck there. And then I say, okay, I'm going to go to work and I'm just sitting in the front digging holes in the front yard. I'm being busy. Look at me. Look at how hard I'm working. Look how dirty I'm getting. That's what I see time and time again. Now, here's the deal. I can see that because I've done that myself but look at all the plants I planted in the front yard. That's great, but that's not what's gonna build the house. So step number one, get a clear picture of the finished business. So for Jennifer, what does an eight figure business look like when it's done? And use math, like what is actually, you know, how many products and what percentage of revenue, which means how many members, how many launches, how many times a year, all that stuff needs to be mapped out. How many people are needed to run those things? All of that. You spend a day, you spend two days just doing that. Design the business at the eight-figure level the way you would design the home at the level that you want it at. That's step one. I've done this with my students at live events and we've taken a day or two to do it and it's tough. But that's because most of us are not doing that at all. Step number two, imagine having this business done. It's at eight figures or, you know, you place your number in. It doesn't matter. It's the same strategy if, if you're just looking for your first sale or if you're looking to get $10 million. Step two is how do we need to act or how are we acting at that level? So Jennifer would ask, how do I act in a $10 million level business? What does it look like? What am I doing? Where does everyone else spend their time? Who do we all need to be? But ultimately, how do we need to act at that level when we're done? And you spend time there. And then here's the secret magic sauce ingredients. Once you know what you're working towards and who you would be and how you would act once you had that, step number three is as simple as acting that way now. Done. And I look at so many people that are struggling so many people that are spinning their wheels in hot granola. <laughs> That's what it's like, right? It's like swimming in granola. And then they wonder why. Because you're acting and operating from the broke, struggling, frustrated, powerless business owner that was maybe who you were yesterday, the past, versus the successful business owner that has the business that you want. Every moment, including this one, you choose. Are you choosing who you might have been 
based off of your circumstances or who you need to be based off of the results that you're committed to creating. If you get that, everything else will work. But you got to do that moment by moment. And it's a constant choice. And look, the easy choice is to choose from the past, to choose from the breakdown, from the complaints, from the victim, from the it's their fault, or it's his course didn't teach me enough, or it's the economy, or my competitors, or my list isn't big enough, or my launch didn't work, and I'm blah, blah, blah. That's the easy way, because you get to be right, you get to stay safe, and you get to look good, and you get to blame other people or other things, because it couldn't possibly be you. But you take 100% responsibility, which so few people do, which I guarantee you if I talk to Jennifer, she's gotten to seven figures because she took 100% responsibility for her life, her business, her circumstances, her happiness, her money, all of it. And that's a choice we get to take every moment. So step one, what is the business gonna look like when it's done? Flush that out. Step two, how would we act? How would we operate with this finished, in this case, $10 million business? Step three, act that way now. Not act from the past, act from the future. And that's it. So let's talk specifically about what that might look like because I've said this a million times, what got you here won't get you there. Now you know exactly what I'm talking about. What you did, how you acted, who you were being, got you to this moment in time. And if you want more, you want the next thing, you want your next Everest, it's gonna take being someone else. The version of you that could mean reinventing yourself. And I'm gonna tell you what that's been for me and what we're really looking at to get to 10 figures. First off, vision and team. I mean, that's it. You can't get to 10 figures or any number if the vision wasn't there first. So vision is everything. It starts with vision and it ends with vision. So the vision is the what and the why. And then it becomes your job to communicate the vision and breathe life into that vision. And it really, the seven and the eight figure level, it's gonna be about team. Jennifer, I promise you this, that's gonna be your role. This is what I call the death of the entrepreneur. You're gonna need to kill off the entrepreneur that had all the ideas, had all the you know, creative new innovation and quick turns and the flexibility and the like, we're gonna do this today and ba 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 spontaneity. And you're gonna need to let go of the wheel 100% and let your team, the right team, drive the bus. Great businesses are built with great teams, period. And a great team is fostered from great leadership. Great leadership happens when you have the right vision that you communicate and you create an environment for your team to thrive. That's what it takes. Surrendering to the fact that you can't do this alone, nor were you meant to. And this is about us as a team, as a group, getting to this next milestone together. Letting them have control. Letting them make decisions, big decisions. Let them do things without you. That's what's gonna get you there. 
So that's the first half and that's huge. The next thing is going to come down to dashboard or metrics. You know, I said when you're mapping out your step one of what does the business look like when it's done, you should know the numbers. You should know how many sales we need to get of which products to get to that 10 million. You don't just make it up, put it on a number and put the number down on a whiteboard and wake up one day and it's there. You know, sometimes that happens, but as a leader, you need to give your team that type of vision and direction. And so when you know what your numbers are, you can create dashboards and metrics to measure milestones along the way. So for example, if you say, okay, well, the first thing we want to do is we want to have a $3 million launch. Well, and this is something Jennifer knows because we teach it inside Business by Design is, well, how many people do you need inside the launch to go through the launch, to watch the videos or watch the webinars or whatever in order to hit 3 million? So there's performance numbers that drive the launch numbers and the launch numbers then drive the final vision. So when you can break them back down to, okay, this is how many people we need to go into the launch and you can give that to your team to say, okay, you're responsible for getting these 25,000 people to go through this video series in this two week time period and you can leave it on to them. That's what it's gonna take is they become responsible. Right now, Jennifer may need to look when it comes down to those launch numbers or hitting those goals, who's responsible right now? Is it still on Jennifer? Is it still me that uh, I'm the one that's like ultimately on the line, the buck stops here with me, Jennifer, to hit those numbers? Or is there someone in place that is responsible? Frankly, at this level, there is no work that you're doing. They're doing it all. You're just guiding them. You're holding the space for them to step up. Because you can't. You can't do it all. And the more you're trying to do it, and the more you're trying to be the superhero, the more you hold on to the wheel, the more you disempower your team and they don't grow. And then you're resenting them because you're spending a lot of money for them and they're not pulling the weight. You have to be able, like literally the metaphor is you're in the driver's seat and you have to let go of the wheel completely and you have to hope and pray that they'll grab the wheel and not crash the thing. And they might, they might a few times, but most entrepreneurs stay stubbornly stuck because they never let go of the wheel. And that's why they don't grow because they're stuck to the finite number of hours they have in a day and the energy that they have. So they try and grow by just working harder and longer. Can't do it. This is about going the opposite. You shouldn't be working at all. You should be leading your team through meetings and coaching conversations with them to give them what they need so they can do it. That's what it takes. And here's the thing. There are flukes. There's someone who can have like a fluke launch that does really well. You know, if you just accidentally stumbled on a $10 million launch, that doesn't make you a $10 million business. Really what's a $10 million business is can you do $10 million two years in a row? Can you see growth on top of that? So those are my thoughts on this topic. Not because I've been there, but because I'm operating from that place now. And so that's my spot in this journey is us scaling to eight figures and how I'm looking at things differently. And I could be way off. I could be wrong. But that's what we're doing to get there. So I hope this helps. Jennifer, fantastic question. Thank you for bringing this up. I love it. For our listeners who might have thought that, I don't know, wasn't relevant, now you know that it is. Because no matter what level you're at, there's a level you want to get to. And now you know the formula to get there. 
you want to build a six-figure business, the fastest way is to operate from being a six-figure business owner now. But there's a faster way. You want to get to six figures? Start operating like a seven-figure business owner now and watch how fast you get there. Watch how many times you're not being a seven-figure business owner or a six-figure business owner. Start to catch yourself in the times that we choose to blame versus take responsibility. The times we choose excuses and being out of integrity versus responsibility. Wasn't built overnight like Rome, but this is how we make progress in the right direction. Thank you guys so much for listening. Appreciate all you. I'll see you on the next episode. Make sure to subscribe. We've got some bonus episodes coming your way. I'll talk to you soon. Have a great week. Take care. Did you know eight out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Activate. I wanna show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be so you can step into the vision that you have for your life and your business. And the best part is this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash activate and we can get started right now.